Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Okay, what I want to talk about on today's program is depositions and court trials. Doctors who are injury doctors, this does not have to be a stressful or hard activity. As a matter of fact, it can be incredibly fun. Now, why do I say that? I say that from years of experience. I say that from doing lots of depositions. I, I, I say that from being successful in court. I say that from training doctors for a lot of years and how to do a much easier job, how to be much better in this particular scenario. If you're going to be in the injury market and if you're a great doctor, you need to be in the injury market because injury patients need great doctors. And if you're, if you don't, if you're looking at the injury market and saying, ah, I just don't want to do depositions or I don't want to do court trials, don't look at it that way. It's very, very easy. Now, what makes it easy is when you systemize what you're doing. So I want you to think about a dentist. Let's say a dentist was in a, um, I don't know, the patient was in an accident and the dentist lost their two front teeth on the steering wheel. And the dentist actually did his evaluation, went, okay, great, this is what I needed to do. Here's what we did. We did the implants and this is how we fixed the teeth. You go, would that dentist worry about going into deposition? No. Would, that, would they worry about going to trial and testifying? No. Okay, so what are you worried about? What, may, what gives you worry when you worry? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not standardizing your procedures. It's not actually having procedures where you immediately, week one, determine the severity and location of all of the patient's spinal injuries and any other injuries for that matter. And you've objectified it. You've used high-level professionals to assist you with objectifying it. If you're sending out for an MRI, using the best MRI center you can find. If you're sending out for excessive motion testing, you're looking for the best radiology service you can find. So using a high level of, of objectivity, you understand the consensus, the best practices behind this. You're putting your patient on a treatment plan that's consistent with all of the best practices that you utilize, that you're communicating to the market in your patient's notes that you utilize, you're now getting a great result with a patient. Maybe it takes four months, six months, eight months, whatever it takes, however long it takes, right? You're documenting your outcome assessment procedures. You're documenting any duties unaddressed, loss of enjoyment of life factors. You're documenting any disability. You've referred out to any other kind of professionals if you need any kind of um, uh co-evaluation for a disability, say, in the case of an impairment that actually affects a, a person's ability to do their, their work or their job. So you've done all of this, right? And you do it standardly. You do it over and over and over and over and over again. And you do it the same way. Now, the treatment and patients, those are all different. And when I say the treatment, the, the way people respond to treatment is different. But what you're doing and how you're applying it is all the same. Burn patients, same thing. Everybody that has a, a grade three uh, burn does not respond the same, right? Now, the treatment is the same. What the doctor is going to do is, is the same, but patients don't all respond. So the, the wild card is the patient and their response, but how you document and what you do, that's 
that's systemized. That's standard. That's very easy to make standard. So if you're if you're not, if you're in your clinic right now and it's not standard, then yeah, you're gonna have a hard time with depositions and court trials. Right? So how hard is it to go into a court trial to say, okay, here's what the patient had. Yes, they had an injury. I know what the mechanism of injury is. Mechanism of forced delivery system, the injury is the derangement pattern that's left behind. And there's three basic derangement patterns that the spine can undergo or a combination of these three. You can either break it or there's two significant ligament findings. One is a disc herniation, which is not as significant as excessive motion. The other is excessive motion, which is found on stress radiology. Disc herniation is found on MRI. Remember, there's only 23 discs. There's 220 specialized ligaments, so you better be covering all of the ligament and the ligament injuries. So you've done that. You've got all the injuries. You've got it highly documented. You know the consensus. You know your guidelines. Now it's just sitting down in a deposition and explaining it and actually realizing that your documentation is so good that my documentation was so good when I ended finished in private practice that I was sitting there wondering why would anybody depose me or why would I be in court? All you have to do is read my notes and read my end report. Read my two-page summary that summarizes everything that I've done and what the patient had, what we did, and where we're at now. Because that's what I'm going to be testifying about. That's what I'm going to be talking about. That's what I'm going to be talking about whether I'm in deposition or whether I'm in court. And if you want to argue with me, you're arguing with objectivity. You're arguing with consensus. If you have a problem with the impairment level I gave, then you have a problem with the AMA, not me. Because I'm doing it exactly the way the AMA said to do it. If you have a problem with the severity and location of the injury, I did the imaging. I'm showing you the consensus of what the results mean. I'm showing the consensus of what fellow doctors say. What is the consensus of the research? This is what it says. If you want to argue, argue with that consensus. And when you're doing it at this level, and you're doing it very simply so that somebody who's 14 years old can understand what you're saying, then these depositions and court trials are very easy. They're not hard. And they're a great source of referrals. You got to remember a lot of doctors out there are looking for attorney referrals. Well, attorneys that actually have doctors that do well in deposition or do well in trial, that's a great source of relief for the attorney. That's a doctor that the attorney looks to and says, okay, that's somebody I can refer to because number one, they don't miss injuries. Number two, they get great results with my clients. Number three, they document and their documentation is impeccable. And number four, you can understand everything that they're saying and they present the material extremely well if we need to go into deposition or trial. And that's how you gain referrals. And that's not hard to do. Anybody that says that that's hard to do doesn't have a lot of experience with it because it's not complicated. I've trained a lot of doctors how to do very, very well in depositions and in trials and it always comes back to simple basics, simple basics. I get calls all the time. Hey, Dr. Kronk, I'm in, I'm just doing a deposition. Can you help me out, right? I have a group of doctors called Smart Injury Doctors, and I get calls every once in a while from our group members, and it's like, okay, here's what somebody threw at me. We talk about it for a little bit, and it's like, oh, my God, I, I can't believe it's that simple. And it is that simple. It's only not that simple when you, when you complicate it. So in your depositions, keep it simple. And if you need 
to actually improve yourself clinically to understand how to systemize workups, then you need to get that education. You really do because you're missing out on a lot. You're actually, you're, you're, you're putting out a lot of stress that's unnecessary and you're missing out on a lot of expansion that can occur within your own practice. And that's, of course, you know, do I promote our program, the Smart Injury Doctors Program? Absolutely. I think it's the best program. It's totally geared toward ligament injuries, the number one cause of pain and disability in the world today it's the, in the spinal ligament injury. And it's geared toward just that, to simplifying your understanding of that. And it's also geared toward helping you be much better in depositions and in court trials. Doctors, that's all the time I want to take today on this particular subject. What I do ask you, though, is down below, give me some comments. Tell me about how I'm doing. Uh, I want you to give me some comments on what would you like to see me simplify for you in spinal injury practice. So in other words, if something could be made a lot easier for you, what would that be? Just put it down below. I read the comments down below, and that's what I do future future podcasts on. Doctors, I, as always, this is short, right to the point. I appreciate your time today, and I look forward to being able to see you or have you listen to the next episode. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.